Are you a CEO, C-suite professional or industry leader committed to making the world a better place? Are you ready to build more meaningful businesses and communities for growth, performance and prosperity? As global leaders, we must focus on catalyzing business through technology in an increasingly connected world. And the C-Suite Entrepreneur Podcast is a podcast for leaders ready to be digital, be courageous and be remarkable. Does that sound like you? I hope so, because together we can change the world. Hello and welcome to the C-Suite Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Dax Grant and I'm your host. This podcast series is made for industry leaders and C-Suiteers who've committed their lives to making the world a better place, building meaningful business and creating communities for growth. In the first podcast, we talked about the five key qualities of top FTSE and Fortune CEOs and what's truly required for that standout performance. So let's have a quick recap of those five qualities. Number one, visionary direction, closely followed by courageous entrepreneurship. The ability then to have that super connectivity, both within the organisation and in the marketplace. And fourthly, that ability to be the culture catalyst. Last but by no means least is, of course, that results get go. And if you'd like to dive into the navigational view on these five qualities in more detail, please do tune in to episode one. So in the second episode within this series, we're going to be taking that deep dive into visionary direction. So let's just have a quick recap. What is visionary direction? Well, visionary direction is all about setting strategy in a customer focused yet audacious and inspirational way and stylizing an approach that empowers the workforce and simultaneously engenders the trust of the board, the shareholders, investors and regulators. Now this requires an inspiring long-term goals that take the firm forward and the ability to create the atmosphere where the workforce are able to build their knowledge and their abilities, knowing that there's a mission which allows progress and development. And with this quality comes the ability for the CEO to have a vision that people buy into, inspired by the direction, taking the firm and the people within it into the future. Typically, visionary direction is most effective where the CEO is mobilising the organisation behind the strategic plan. That visionary direction is maintained through ensuring an understanding of both the strategic position and the trajectory of the strategy. And this is typically um, provided through organisational storytelling. Now, as that strategy matures, and moves into implementation, other qualities are required, breaking that mission into meaningful outcomes and harnessing the workforce. And whilst this is happening within the organisation, the CEO has to be focused on both the external view, understanding our customers, the clients, and then the regulator and marketplace view. But at the same time, being able to oscillate with that internal view and harnessing the power of the workforce, the connectivity of bringing the two together in a pace setting way that's very clear for the organisation. So why focus on visionary direction and why now? 
Well, leadership's continually been refined in the post-pandemic world as people require the confidence, trustworthiness, inspiration, drive, and human touch. And with today's societal trends, we're living in a VUCA world. So one of volatilities, uncertainties, complexities, and ambiguity. And digitization has only served to exponentially spread the speed of market trends. And the ripple effect of local conversations can seismically sweep the world. And all of this requires a calm and enduring nature of that visionary direction, setting the consistency. And particularly in leading global um, digitizations in a post-pandemic world, where teams are regionally dispersed, this very much requires that visionary direction that permeates the virtual corridors of the organization and sets that consistent message and the word on the street is clear. And working in organisations such as Visa Inc, Barclays, HSBC, Santander, I've seen where international and global vision direction is required and works well. And in today's connected world, there's the real opportunity to increase the rate of absorption of the vision and the strategic direction with a clear pace. I personally witnessed the result of this through the functions and organisations that I've led. And this has been clear through staff survey results that have significantly exceeded the company norm, often by several percentage points and often across the board. So the correlation with accessing that visionary direction is proven and there's a consistent approach into how to apply it. So let's spend a few minutes focusing on fine-tuning visionary direction and creating that balance in the organisation. Visionary direction requires both a strategic focus, the ability to interpret market trends and the ability to communicate effectively in terms of the vision, the inspiration and the engagement, but equally balancing that with poise, control and a centred approach. Visionary direction creates an interesting spectrum, balancing that short term and long term and balancing the immediate requirements with the greater societal good. But the journey is far reaching and the way that visionary direction is communicated makes the approach very deterministic. To ensure the best of visionary direction and that leadership style requires a recognition of the next shift of team energies and the ability to balance visionary direction with the other elements of the leadership methodology that we've talked about. Courageous entrepreneurship, that super connectivity, being that culture catalyst, and creating those results through results get-go. And this enables that fine balance between the short-term requirement, the medium-term goal, the purpose of the organisation and the greater societal good. And that navigational view, creating the control, enables that certainty within the organisation and the heartbeat and the pace to be set. So who is strong in the visionary direction quality? You all have your own view. Nonetheless, here are a few thoughts from me. Elon Musk. Elon is centered on the business and the world as a whole. 
He's apt at positively challenging the status quo, ensuring that Tesla and SpaceX succeeded and navigated through risk-based environments by staying firm to his visionary direction and reaffirming that at every juncture. Steve Jobs is another one. Jobs' vision created much of what we know and use in technology communications today. His vision became central to Apple and Apple's engineering technology. And a personal example, when I worked at Barclays, I worked for someone who was very, very good at demonstrating visionary direction. In fact, he was also someone who was a culture catalyst and very apt at that as well. The ability to energise and capture the room was captivating and working through ambiguity surrounded by a team that kept that balance and energy through the energy of his leadership. The feeling of working in that visionary environment simply felt different. It was energising and focused and it empowered and engendered extra energy within the team and the commitment to the firm. At the time, he was the CIO. Through this approach and through engendering visionary direction in a very distinct way, he eventually became the CEO of the business line. So ask yourself, how in tune are you with your visionary direction? How and when do you harness visionary direction? When do you power up visionary direction? And when do you turn it down and soften it? For me, visionary direction is a very intuitive element within the leadership methodology. It's something to hone and amplify when required. And equally, it's something to quell in a regulatory or compliance environment. The ability to have that sensory perception about how to utilise visionary direction in your leadership model is something to be aware of and something we each hone each day. So I hope you found that useful today. And do join me, Dax Grant, next time for a deep dive into courageous entrepreneurship. And don't forget, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to my podcast series. And thank you for all your suggestions to date. Do tune in next time when you'll find out why the C-Suite Entrepreneur podcast is called C-Suite Entrepreneur. And if you have any additional thoughts, insights, builds, or leadership snapshots that you'd like me to discuss in my next podcast, please reach out to me, leaving your comments to be part of the conversation. And remember, be digital, be courageous, be remarkable. I'm Dax Grant, and thanks for tuning in to the C-Suite Entrepreneur.